This is Radio Parallax, a slightly different perspective from a slightly different view, with topics that include matters in science, technology, history, politics, current events, and whatever we damn well please. And now, hosting this edition of the Best of Radio Parallax, Graham Smith. Good afternoon, and welcome to Radio Parallax. Today on the show, we'll be talking with Lester Lusher, a PhD student here at UC Davis, about his research on how to motivate students to get better grades. We'll also be talking to David K. Johnson, an investigative journalist who's written numerous books on economic injustice and won a Pulitzer Prize for his work back in 2001. Finally, we have an interview with Peter G. Peterson, who, when we spoke to him back in 2004... He was both head of the Blackstone Group, which is the world's largest alternative investment firm, and the Council on Foreign Relations. And he said that he thought there was a 75% chance of a complete economic meltdown by 2009 at the latest. And that particular claim, amongst others, are even more impressive with the benefit of hindsight. It was a pretty fantastic interview, and I'm very excited to get to play it for you guys again. Also, I'd like to apologize for my absence last week. Tis the season for midterms, and although I love all of you, dear listeners, I couldn't help but hear my father's voice in the back of my head telling me that if I didn't hit the books, I was going to end up with a job where I had to wear my uh, name embroidered on my shirt, which I imagine is a bad thing unless you're a doctor, I guess, or are rich enough to have your own monogrammed bathrobe. But uh, that's not particularly important. What's important is that I am back and we have a fun-filled hour for all you folks. So sit back and enjoy. We're here with Lester Lusher, a PhD student in economics here at UC Davis. He also received undergrad degrees in statistics and economics here in 2011 and is currently working on a project called College Better, which lets students put down money on whether or not they think they can raise their cumulative GPAs. Thanks for talking to us, Lester. Thanks for having me. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about how it works. Sure. So uh, College Better is a program that I started uh, with the econ department uh, back in January. And what it is right now is it's a website, collegebetter.com, where uh, current undergraduates at UC Davis can uh, sign up for a pool uh, every term. So every term we set up a pool. And each pool has an academic challenge. We call it a commitment challenge. And so as you mentioned earlier, uh, usually the commitment challenge is to raise your cumulative GPA by the end of the term. So you enter a term with a GPA, and your goal is to try to get grades that will raise that GPA. If you're interested in joining this pool, what you do is you place a monetary wager on yourself, a commitment, uh, a $20 wager on yourself to uh, try to achieve this goal. And we have a bunch of students who sign up, and then we collect these $20 wagers and put it into a, a figurative giant pot of money. Uh, and then at the end of the term, we verify students' grades uh, using student transcripts. And those who did uh, achieve the goal get to split that giant pot of money evenly. And those who did not achieve the goal forfeit that $20 that they initially submitted. Okay. So the worst case scenario is that you just get all your money back. So if every person who enters the pool succeeds, and Everyone gets their money back, exactly. And uh, I'd say right now it's actually just, it's, it's not a business, it's a research project. Uh, it is the subject of my dissertation. So we don't have, uh, we don't take any cut of the pot before redistributing it. Uh, so we actually lose some money from handling fees and running the website. But luckily, you know, uh, we have several sources of funding to help cover those because there are several people who are, uh, several parties who are interested in the research aspect of this program. Cool. So, how many uh, how many people on average uh, actually succeed in their goal? Yeah, you know, so we've we've only run this since January, so we've had uh, 
four terms uh, so far of results. So there's mm-hmm. the winter term, the spring term, and then the two summer sessions. And uh, it's really varied amongst the four terms already. You know, so winter when we ran when we first ran it, we didn't run it through our website. We just went into economics courses and explained the program to students, and then gave them an opportunity to sign up in person, pen and paper, so to speak. And uh, the success rate um, of the partici- the the success rate of participants um, in winter was around fifty five percent. So it's actually quite lower than I expected. Uh, but as I mentioned earlier, we're doing this as a research project. So we actually had a control group as well. And uh, the control group were people who expressed interest in participating but were not randomly selected to do so. And uh, they actually succeeded at around a 45% rate. So the uh, treatment group actually outperformed the control group. uh, And that's actually true for all four terms that we've observed so far. Uh, But the level of success rate has varied greatly. Uh, If you look at the summer sessions, the success rate is closer to 80%. Uh, while the control group is closer to 70%. Um, and then spring, we had um, actually low levels of participation, mostly because I think this was the first time we launched the website. So it's hard to say right now. It's kind of all over the place. But so far, we've observed positive uh, treatment effects across all four terms. Interesting. Um, yeah. So what kind of participation rate do you usually get? Um, well, it's, it's, it's tricky. So if you, com- if you look at um, the economics courses that we did in winter, for example, um, of the 200 or so students that uh, participated in the survey, um, n- around 140 actually ended up signing up. Actually, I'm sorry, it was 400 students who we surveyed. Around 140 signed up, and that was a lot. We were surprised yeah, that's that that's pretty good, actually. Um, and then now the way that we uh, advertise is we kind of just do like a more general reaching out, you know, flyers, uh, online postings. We ask professors to share the information with their students. So it's hard to say how many are signing up as mm-hmm. a function of whether they hear it or not. Yeah. Um, but it seems that once students see it, they sign up shortly after. You know, sometimes we advertise on Facebook. You know, we post it on Facebook, and then the next hour we have 20 people sign up. And then we repost it on Facebook the next day, and then immediately another 20 people. So it's it's quite interesting to see how, how participation shoots up as soon as you just kind of throw it in people's face, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, well, yeah. It's the kind of thing, I mean, the, the barrier to entry is so low. $20 doesn't really feel like that much money. Yeah, and so and since absolutely. everybody likes to think they're going to do great, it's, it's I can see it being pretty easy. It's, to... It is such a low cost. It's $20. And it's so funny because I talked about this during my oral examination for my uh, PhD. Mm-hmm. And all my, a lot of my professors said, this is, there's no way $20 makes a difference. Like, this cannot motivate the students. It's just $20. Um, and then if you go on the website, you can see that signups are so easy. You put your first name, last name, your student ID number, your birth date. You check a box that you know, lets us uh, get your transcripts. And um, it's just so easy to sign up. Um, and I agree. And, you know, in theory, you'd say, well, since it's just $20, is it really that motivational? But so far, it really has been, both in terms of the data and in both, uh, and in terms of um, the testimonies. You know, a lot of people are just saying, hey, I, you know, this is a really fun program. Um, I know it was only 20 bucks, but, man, I, I wanted my money back. Or, you know, I, I really wanted to get a cut of that pot. Or I, re- I just I didn't want to tell my parents that I lost money. You know, <laughs> there's all kinds of different motivations. It's, it's almost symbolic in a yeah. way, you know. Uh, and that'd be another interesting research question. Is it sort of this symbolic commitment that's motivating these students? Or is it, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard to say what it is. But, yeah, it's only 20 bucks. It's not a lot. Interesting. It's not, you said, actually, when we did it in winter, it was only 10 bucks. Really? Uh, so we've we've doubled and it, it, and it still had that. It still, <laughs> it still had like had a noticeable effect. effect. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because huh. I'm a I'm an economist. I do the statistics and the numbers. And even when I was seeing these positive treatment effects, I was still very skeptical. I was like, okay, it's probably just chance that I'm seeing this treatment effect. Okay. I really started believing it once students 
came and picked up their money and they were just, I didn't even ask them to share their story with me. They just like, Lester, this is really cool. I was really motivated to get that money back. I was really motivated to, uh, to tell my parents that I, that I did this cool program. And so, um, once people started telling me in person, you know, or in emails, uh, how it really motivated them to do better. That's when I actually really started believing in the program. At first, I was just kind of doing it for fun, and now it's now mm-hmm. I, now I really believe it's it's actually making a difference in students' lives. You know, uh, it's, I'm excited. It's exciting. That's that's fantastic. I definitely yeah. felt the same way when I heard about it, and uh, uh, I'm I'm embarrassed to say I did participate, and I did not get my money back. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I still thought it was such a cool idea yeah. anyway that yeah. I wanted yeah. to come yeah. talk to you. Yeah. So yeah, so you're you're yeah you didn't help with the treatment effect. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay. It happens, right? Um, yeah. And they, actually, if you, we've even had people say, so now we have a systematic way of uh, collecting testimonies. We've even had people say, I signed up, and I didn't raise my grades. I lost my money, and I I still love the program, you know, because I think yeah. it, it, it's still on the back of my mind, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to participate again. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to. I yeah. want to get my money back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get your, yeah, yeah, make it back. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been great. It's been it's been fun, and it seems like it's really growing. So this mm. fall term, we're running a pool right now. Um, obviously, the results aren't in because we're in the middle of the term. Uh, and we've had higher participation rates now than we ever have before. Uh, it seems like we're only going to get bigger and bigger. Um, we received some external funding from the Russell Sage Foundation, which is a pretty mm. uh, it's a it's it's really good for us that we were able to land that. Uh, it's not necessarily a lot of money, but it's a really good signal. It shows that at least from an academic standpoint, researchers. Think that this program shows a lot of promise, um, and so and so I'm really excited to see where we go going forward. You know, um, in the fall term we couldn't accept freshmen because they didn't have a cumulative GPA to raise um, or transfer students, and so winter term we'll see. You know, all of a sudden maybe we might have a lot of freshmen coming in, a lot of transfers. So I'm excited to see where, where it'll be, and uh, and I'm sad that I can only do one pool a term. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm just almost excited to fast forward and see how people do and how many people sign up and. Um, and whatnot, yeah. Well, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about like where you got the idea from? Sure, yeah. So, um, I think it c- kind of came from two main sources. Um, so, I did my undergraduate here at Davis as well, as you mentioned earlier. And uh, my best friend from high school, Ramon San Jose, he and he went to Santa Cruz. He and All right, I, I'm from San Jose too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he, no. We were from. He went to Santa Cruz. Uh, okay. I'm actually from Fremont, Bay right. area, but close enough. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all it's South all Bay. Bay, yeah. Bay area. Um, so, anyways, um, so he and I would just place wagers against each other on who would get better grades. You know, we say, okay, term by term, we say, hey, let's put forty dollars, sixty dollars on it, and uh, you know, I I would always beat him, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and then, of course, he'd say, oh, he had harder classes, whatnot. But anyway, so... The sun was in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, so first, that was kind of the first time I really kind of put this, you know, money with grades kind of thing. And I, you know, I was always kind of a good student. I always I always do well in classes. Um, but even then, this extra, you know, sort of um, bet with my friend really motivated me even more. I remember finals week, really like, okay, I need to beat Ramon, you know. I, I, I need to keep my money. I need to get his money. Um <laughs> So it kind of started there, this whole school and monetary incentives. Mm. Uh, then I did some, you know, then I entered the graduate program, and I, my research in general is in education. And there's a lot of education papers on uh, monetary incentives to motivate students, uh, you know, rewarding them for doing well or for reading books or studying whatever. Um, 
And then I saw this uh, other type of mechanism. So technically, college better is based off something called a paramutual betting market. Mm-hmm. And um, these betting markets are often used on events that are uh, non-controllable. So in other words, it's gambling, right? So, so, so horse races and sporting events. And then, yeah. and then I saw all these, these other researchers using these markets on things that people can control. Uh, so that it acts sort of as a commitment device. People, you know, you enter this market on something they can control to commit to a goal. So, for example, exercise and weight loss. Um, there are apps out there that are similar to what we do, but for exercise and weight loss. And I saw these other social scientists, these really smart people, doing uh, these parimutuel betting markets for these other circumstances. And I thought, hey, education needs something like this. College students could really use something like this because college students. You know they, they're motivated by uh, by uh, setting goals and achieving those goals and uh, putting something real on the line. You know, twenty dollars, yeah. whether it's a lot or not, I don't know. But putting yeah. something on the line really motivates people to do things, and I think that's especially the case for college students trying to get good grades. It definitely seems like the perfect thing to to um, use, utilize that kind of system with, given that they have everyone has a very strong incentive to improve, and that it's a really there's a very uh, quantitative way to track how much people are improving yeah. and for a third party to confirm it. Oh, yeah. And it's honestly, it's kind of, seems like such a, an obvious idea. It's sort of surprising <laughs> no one's tried it before. Yeah, you know, um, it's so funny. I really, I actually sat on the idea for a really long time. I kind of had it in the back of my brain, but I never shared it with, I ne- definitely never shared it with my professors. Uh, I'd share it with friends occasionally. Yeah, hey, that's cool, you know. I shared it with one friend who encouraged me to uh, submit it as a business idea. You know, it would be kind of cool as a business idea as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe the business would take a cut and then make some profit here and there somehow. And so there was this business idea competition. I already forgot when. I think two or three years ago. Uh, and, and the, prog- and the uh, competition was um, prom- uh, promoting businesses that are good for students. And so we, we said, oh, that's a perfect fit. Let's see what happens. And we, we ended up winning that competition and similar, saying similar <laughs> things. You say, this is such an obvious idea. You know, this is such a simple but yeah. really potentially powerful idea. And so that, you know, that competition really actually raised my confidence to pursue uh, pushing this, again, more from a research angle as opposed to a business angle because that's, that's what I do. I'm an academic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I decided, you know what, whatever, you just got to go for it. You know, just share, share it with your professors, you know, run a little pilot experiment, see what they think. And then uh, my advisors have been so supportive and uh, they, they recognize it's really out of the box. It's really different than what a lot of my classmates do. Um, but they've been so supportive and uh, they recognize, you know, it, it could be very meaningful uh, in the long run. And luckily, it's only been trending upward. Uh, so things have been going great. Uh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad the preliminary results at least have been... Uh really positive yeah i mean i mean even if they aren't you know i I mean i'm not trying to find positive effects necessarily um from the beginning i knew people would be interested right it's just a cool idea i I knew students would be interested i just didn't know whether it would actually uh you know motivate students whether it would actually lead to an effect and even when the initial results the numerical results said at least yes it leads to effect i was still you know skeptical like i said uh but but now i'm gaining more and more confidence that you know it really does influence behavior uh for the better um, both from the anecdotes and the more and more data that we're collecting, and the more and the continual experiments that we're running. So we're still running these experiments and uh, different types of treatments and whatnot. So um, yeah, do you do you see a way that this could be applied in the long term? Like, could you imagine schools offering this kind of program to everybody? Because uh, it feels it seems very natural as a research project, but it also feels like it'd be a little awkward if a you oh know, totally your, your university came to you. It was oh, totally awkward. Um, uh, you never say never, right? Um, um, but certainly, 
even just within the own da- our own Davis community, it's 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 uh, it hasn't been the easiest thing to push. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you put the word bet in there. You know, say, yeah. hey, this is gambling. You know, <laughs> I would argue it's not gambling. It's something that you totally control. You know, gambling yeah. is putting your money on something that's totally out of your control. In my opinion, anyways. Um, so yeah, no, I cannot see. Uh, I do not see, but you never know. Um, you know, universities trying to adopt this program as a method to help s- motivate students. Uh, because of sort of these uh, moral concerns that might be attached to it. Um, any, t- any time a researcher does uh, research with, uh, with humans, uh, whether it's past collected data or experiments like what we're doing, you also have to get uh, ethical approval from the university. And so even that took a, a bit of time uh, for us to get approval. You really? know, because, well, you know, because students can lose money. Right, you know, of course, voluntarily, right? You, you you don't take your money away without your permission, um, but you know, vol- students could lose money, and then there's a privacy concern about transcripts and whatnot. Um, but it's all it's all entirely voluntary, right? You know, you choose to participate if you want to. You understand mm-hmm. that you're sharing your grades with us uh, to verify your grades, and um, so I would love I if I if I do you know as as the program goes forward, if I do see that. Um, it, that it really motivates students to do better and has sort of these good effects in the long run, short and long run. I really hope that, you know, maybe other universities or even within this own university, other departments are more uh, willing to accept, hey, this is a program that helps some students. You know, I'm not saying this is a program that helps all students, right? If you have a 4.0, you probably don't want to join. <laughs> yeah. um, but I really think it is attracting um, a certain subset of students that that need help, that want the help. Um, I've had so many testimonies from students saying, I wish this was here when I was a freshman because I just, to be honest, I just don't care about school. Um, but when, I, and when I'm competing and when I have something on the line like money, all of a sudden I care and like, I want to care about school, but I just don't. You know? But with this program, now I can care about school. Uh, so it's, it's, it's just interesting. So we'll see. You know, I don't want to jump the mm-hmm. gun and say, hey, this is like... A for sure program that's that's beneficial and we're still very much growing but um but so far it seems like like it actually is making a difference in those who participate uh so where do you see this going forward so yeah so we're we it looks like we're going to keep this program going at least for the next two school years i'm graduating in 2017 uh, we have approval to continue it for the next three years uh, so our current plan is just open up a pool every term uh, same website collegebetter.com and um, and with the same goal, trying to raise your cumulative GPA, and, and you know we we might change it up, we might change the buy-in fee, we might change this or that, but um, but at least in the short run, meaning the next two years, it's it's going to be open for students. Um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have any plans on trying to open it up to other universities or anything like that? Um, we're certainly not opposed to it. Um, from a research standpoint, there's not too much to gain from going to other universities. There might be, right? Because you might think that maybe students at a state school yeah. or a community college. Um, but Davis is varied enough that. Um, well, well, no, I mean, there's certainly gains. Don't get me wrong to, to, to investigating other schools and other populations of students. Uh, but as you mentioned earlier about um, universities approving it, you know, there's there's huge barriers to yeah. entry for us. You know, yeah. we we don't want to we don't want to step on anyone's foot. You know, make them upset. Uh, you know, in theory, we could just go to other universities and say, yeah, we're doing this. You know, with or without the university's approval. <laughs> but no, we don't want to do that. We want to make sure everyone's on the same page. And uh, and so if we do decide to um, expand to other universities, then we'd want to make sure we talk to their registrar's office, their uh, their ethical board, um, and whoever else 
uh, whoever else would be uh, interested. But you know, I will say that we actually have been reached out to from from faculty members from other universities. Uh, Sac State has has said, "Hey, it'd be really cool if you brought this over here." Um, of course, that wasn't like it wasn't. We need more than just that person's approval. <laughs> yeah. uh, as well as San Jose State has been another one. So um, so we're certainly not opposed to it, but. Right now, I have just so much on the plate trying to get this dissertation done. So, <laughs> um, I get, that. I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot for talking to us, Lester, and best of luck with the project going forward. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. If you are a UC Davis student and interested in participating in College Better, you can sign up for the Winter 2016 Pool at collegebetter.com until January 15th. The best things in life are free. We need to take a quick break. I'm Graham Smith, and you're listening to Radio Parallax.